and welcome to Knitting Shop Live, the podcast recorded live from the studio shop and warehouse at the world headquarters of Finally the Knitting Corner, located at 12th and Lincoln Avenues in the heart of Prospect Park. We are your hosts, Brianna, Kathy, and Stephanie. And a huge thanks to our audience joining us from, joining <laughs> to our audience, joining us from the from their corner of the world. Oh my goodness. <laughs> it's even written out and we can't get I it can't right. read it right. <laughs> oh dear me. Okay. We should be unscripted. It's fine. All right. So anyway, today, um, our topic, we are going to be talking about a couple little things here today. We're going to have three segments. So we'll talk about what's on our knitting needles. And then we're going to talk from the knitting world about what is our favorite class on the new calendar that starts this Saturday, January 9th, crazy. And then the third thing is we'll get to talk a little bit about what is the ultimate test of your patience. I just had to throw that in there. All right. So now it's time for you to grab a drink. Listen up because we're about to get started. All right, so let's do it. What's on your knitting needles? I am knitting one of the samples for a class. It's the cable throw. I am having so much fun. I, I've only gotten a couple of repeats of the cables in because they're pretty long rows and I haven't really had time to knit at night. Um, I've just been a little too tired for cables lately, but it's, it's awesome. It's chunky yarn, big needles big beautiful cables they're super easy but they look see I could go on and on about cables <laughs> <laughs> they just look so majestic yeah I love them so I'm having a lot of fun doing the cable throw right now nice very cool all right so on my knitting needles which I just picked up right now is the bolster so we do have another bolster um, this is the seventh one in our collection, wow. and it's a new stitch pattern. It is the Searsucker stitch pattern, and it starts, um, I think, this coming Wednesday. So I always love a good bolster, but I did want to just mention, I finished my color block blanket for 2020. I only have the ends to tie in, so um, it's, I've been doing some serious knitting, and it's been really nice. All right? Yes, and I have also a sleep box sleep. I have a sample on my needles and it's a sleep sack and it is being knitted for mine in Remax Light. And it's my first time knitting with it and I am loving this. So right now I'm just, I'm just knitting and it's just so relaxing. I'm not counting <laughs> any rows and it's just wonderful to sit there with the TV on and it's easy knitting and I might feel a little bit differently when I get to the top of it, but right now it's just so relaxing mm -hmm. and so exciting. So it starts at the bottom. Starts at the bottom. So oh, that's and Kathy nice. and I have been thinking about ways to already adjust it. Yeah, because baby approval. Yeah, so. baby safe and yeah. mom easy. Yes. Mom easy, baby safe. So yeah. it's been pretty fun. By the way, that remix light. That yarn is amazing. I love I, it. Oh, and feeling it, th that feels so great because it's soft and it just, mm -hmm. it has character, but it's smooth. I have that sweater. I have the sweater, the gold sweater mm -hmm. made out of that. That sweater is my wash and wear in the washer, in the dryer. And then those new colors that we just got. Mm, they're beautiful. They're amazing. So beautiful. That's a great cotton-based yarn. Yeah, it is. All right. All right, ladies. Well... So this is exciting. We have our new schedule of classes, January through April, that starts this Saturday, which is so hard to believe that it's here and we're ready. So looking at our new schedule, I, if we kind of came up with it, we thought it'd be fun to just think about 
what class are you looking forward to the most? Whether you're teaching it or not, what class are you looking forward to the most? <laughs> well, I, I'm actually really excited about the Zoom caller. I, I, I was thinking about it the other day because now that it's like really wintertime and cold, I've been wearing a lot of my knits and most of them tend to be neckwear, scarves and things like that. And I'm looking through my basket and I've kind of like outworn a lot of the things that I have and I need something else for my neck that's like a piece of jewelry that I could wear at work. And um, the collar I think is going to be great. I have so many just like plain tops that that could go right over. I'm, I'm excited about that one. I think I might knit a few. I think the technique in it too is really cool because it's short rows. Mm -hmm. It's just such a neat repetitive sequence of short rows. It, the sample here looks gorgeous. So, and something you can use. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. So the class, this is Kathy and the class that I am looking forward to the most is beginner knitting for children. I <laughs> am so excited for that. It's really an audience of middle school age children, but I am so excited for that. Um, you know, it, I was thinking about that today a lot and we taught children from the day we opened at the knitting shop and it was wonderful. Um, we always had a weekly class exclusively for them and hence Brianna, Natalie, I wouldn't have known you girls if it wasn't for that. Mm -hmm. And you know, we haven't done it for quite a while because we just didn't have a place in our schedule and I didn't have my mom here anymore. But with Zoom, with Stephanie, <laughs> we've got it. I think it's going to be exciting. And I guess why it really stands out for me the most is it reminds me of where we came from. And I love, um, in fact, Life is Good t-shirts, that line mm -hmm. has a t-shirt on it and it does say, remember where you came from because I just think that no matter who you are or where you are, it's always important to remember where you came from. You know, where is it that you started? Who? Mm -hmm. So the knitting shop started with KidsNet, so I'm excited. All right, Stephanie? I was also going to say the kids class that's coming up because it is so exciting to see children knitting and passing on the skill to the younger generation and seeing them get excited over it and not a video game, but something so old fashioned yes. and something that has so many roots tied to it. So I'm really excited for that. But because you said it, I'm going to switch my answer. <laughs> we can match. It's we okay. Match, but to give a third one. Um, I will say crochet. I'm excited to learn a new skill. Um, I will be helping with the class and also kind of learning at the same time with all of you. Um, and I'm really excited for that because my cousin crochets and she crocheted for me a blanket for my wedding. That was my wedding gift for her, from her. Okay. And it's in my wedding colors and I treasure that blanket so dearly. And it's going to be really cool um, because she doesn't knit for us to have a skill together. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I'm equally excited for that. But my first answer was the kids. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I tell you, it was hard because I love all of the projects too, like the sweaters and, mm -hmm. and the accessories. They're all, mm -hmm. it's a great lineup. Um, you know, speaking of the crochet class too, and I think that this is exciting because, you know, remember where you came from and then also at the same time, 
looking forward to where you might go. You know, yeah. you've got your eyes here and you've got your eyes in front of you. And it'll be exciting to see. And again, it's because of Zoom that we're able to teach crochet now. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll be exciting to see if that doesn't start to help us um, build additional classes. Yeah. We're just going to have to find more time. I and know. That's, that's the challenge we've got. Is, see if Santa can get us more computers. Yeah. More computers. <laughs> more staffing. More hours of the day. Yeah. That's yes, a small that. request, Santa. More <laughs> hours of the 25 day. 25 hours. Yeah, we just need a few more. Preferably in the early evening, okay? <laughs> if I could be so bold, Santa. Yeah. It, these are exciting. So it's cool. It's very cool. And, you know, just coming back to the crocheting. Um, not only you know learning new skills, but I think it's really great for every knitter to have a basic understanding of of the basic crochet skills. Mm-hmm. Whether it be to put an edging on a blanket, yeah. Whether it be to make something look the edge look smoother than what you started with, mm-hmm. and it also lends itself to knitting techniques. Um, what I found as we've been practicing this is actually the motion of crocheting, just a simple chain is very similar to the motion that you do for pick up and knit. Yes. Mm-hmm. I find that, so again, it adapts. And then with crocheting, you, you'll probably hold the yarn in your left hand. We don't know for sure. But it also starts to get you a little bit more ambidextrous mm-hmm. with how you carry your yarn. And where that can take you is when you do Fair Isle in the future, you can be more comfortable holding a strand of yarn in your right hand and a strand of yarn in your left hand. So you never have to put one down. Uh-uh, right. So it's, I think it's kind of cool, too, that those basic beginner skills will be something that I think a lot of knitters will enjoy, let alone. advance your knitting skills. Your beginner crochet advances your knitting. Yeah, yeah definitely. That's so awesome. It's pretty exciting. I always get excited for classes that we're teaching new techniques because I, I don't know it's really hard for me to think back to when I was a beginner knitter because it's been so long so when you throw something at me that I've never done before like crochet <laughs> um at least not as long I I fall back into that beginner mindset like now I have to actually learn this again yeah. and let me you know go through those steps of you know learning and and pulling in that information into my brain um, because now with a lot of techniques in knitting, it's, it's muscle memory. So right. I'm not really mm-hmm. having to think, but with crochet, it's going to be a little different. I think, especially for the knitters that signed up for the class. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be something new and um, a, a good learning experience. Yeah. And, and you know, I, I, again, we never get too old to, still enjoy learning mm-hmm. so it's huge to be able to go and this is new mm-hmm. and and I love the fact too that we're brave we're very yeah. brave and we go yeah let's do that on the calendar I guess I better learn that before yeah. but we're there we yeah. and that's that's how we do it too so that's cool yeah. all right and it feels so good afterwards to learn something new and go I'm proud of myself for doing that like I yes. did that you know yes. I told my daughter today she was able to get the hat onto her baby doll and I said I'm proud of you Katie and she goes proud of myself too. <laughs> and it's just the same thing. Like when you learn a new skill, yes. you can sit there and go, I just did that. Yes. And I'm proud. I'm proud it's of awesome. that. Yeah. yeah. We should do that more often. Yeah. I think we take for granted like the things that we think that we have to do or we have to know how to do. Yeah. 
So it, it is good to, you know, do something and if it's something new for you, be excited that you accomplished it. Yeah. Shout out to the world. Be proud of yourself. Yeah. yeah. That is great. Yes. And whatever that is, putting the hat on the baby doll, mm -hmm. learning to crochet, um, learning technology. That's been my big thing. Like, <laughs> yeah. and, you know, every time I do something that I go, I just have, I'm proud of myself. Like I, and, and then taking it the next step and I'm proud that I could do that. And now, oh, somebody asked me to help them learn it. Let me teach you. And that adds to it too. Like, yeah, yeah I could show you how to do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so. <laughs> all right. Well, it's going to be a fun, fun calendar at the shop yeah. then. That's Jan. That's like basically this Saturday, but then there's still lots of classes. So if people are listening and going, Hey, I need a class, go to our website and take a look. There's lots there. So let's, now we're going to turn it down a little, we're going to ratchet up a little bit maybe. So I don't know why, but this thought went through my mind the other day. It was in the month of December. What is your ultimate test of patience? What is it that just makes you go, Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. I, I'm going to just scream right now. So what is your <laughs> ultimate test of patience? What's the last, what, what is something that you've done recently that you went, well, that was a test of patience. All right. Brianna, <laughs> be goes first. Um, well, I'll say I'm, my test of patience is always being patient. I, I don't know, like having no, okay. Let me start. There are certain things that I can be patient for. Like I know things, they, they happen when they happen and that's okay. But when I'm like trying to work towards something, especially at work and it's not happening quick enough, that is my test of patience. I, I have a timeline for myself. And if I'm not meeting that timeline, I'm just, I, it makes me want to give up. But I have to kind of step back and realize that it, a lot of this stuff I'm doing is new and uh, you know it, it everything this year 2020 and 2021 <laughs> so far apparently has been a learning experience um so being patient is my test of patience <laughs> I'm like patience is my patience everything everything feels like a journey right now and it can't come fast enough that's that's where I'm at yeah. in everything yeah that's, that's a good one though that's true like that your your own you trying to be patient is what tests your own patience I got mm -hmm. yeah that's a good one all right so my ultimate test of patience I'm just gonna say it is Christmas trees, Christmas trees, Christmas trees. <laughs> I, in fact, I only have an 18 inch Christmas tree. It doesn't even have lights on it. I don't even have to assemble it or disassemble it. I just pick it up by the top branch and carry it downstairs and I bring it back up. But, you know, I do know that what I should do is be more patient and really try to shape the branches so that um, they, the few ornaments that I put on it hang nicely. And I, it, it's only 18 inches of a tree and I can't be patient enough to do that. Oh, it drives me crazy. <laughs> so my ultimate test of patience is Christmas trees. Too um, tedious. To, it is, in fact, I probably would do better with a real tree because it does the, it by itself. It, yes. It's the tree. It's mm -hmm. not me. Yeah. But when you've got those artificial trees and they've got those wired limbs and mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, so Christmas trees. That's my ultimate test. All right. 
Well, I'm usually pretty patient. It's usually my a pretty good. I can sit and go through a lot of things, except for when I have to depend on somebody else mm -hmm. to get something done. I cannot stand procrastination. And it that definitely tests me because if I have done everything I need to do and I'm waiting on somebody else, that will make my eye twitch. Mm -hmm. And then I will tell that person, my eye is currently twitching. I need you to move along. <laughs> that brings me back to like um, group project trauma. Because mm -hmm. I'm like us here in this group right now, we're all that person in a group that takes over the project because other people don't do their part. <laughs> we absolutely right. are. We're yeah. <laughs> group project anxiety. Can't you just remember that like back in the days when you were in school and you were assigned to the group, like you didn't even get to pick your own group and you were assigned to the group and just oh, like, no. it, it was, it, it was always, and yeah, your eyes would just roll like, are yeah. you kidding me? I'll yeah. never get that work done or, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I I take the lead on many things at home and in my life and I like to go and get things done and when I want things done like you said Brianna I want things done on my timeline and then that's it but in other news I'm a very patient teacher <laughs> <laughs> that's totally different <laughs> but well don't you find that and yet on the other hand so you have those moments of total you know patience meltdown test of patience and then there's other things that you can be so patient with, you know, no problem oh, yeah. at all, and mm -hmm. you keep your calm. And there's really no rhyme or reason except for who we are and how we want things to happen. Yeah, so. I tr I try to um like remember the in the situations that I can be patient and calm and apply that to when I'm not feeling that way. And I'm like, how? Why is that one different? <laughs> Let me get to that. <laughs> exactly what I was going through my mind. Why is it that that situation feels different and I can't be patient, but yet that situation is just fine. Mm -hmm. Whereas it, it probably most people go, it should be vice versa. That's what would make me crazy. But yeah. you know, and I think it's all just experiences. I think the same things make people crazy, but some, you know, we all have an individual thing for what makes you want to scream. Yeah. So <laughs> if it's, I'm hungry, I'm not patient oh, anymore either. No. Well, mm -mm. Like external factors, hungry, or if there's a mess around me, like I should be cleaning that instead. <laughs> now focus on you until I clean that mess. Me and Stephanie are the same person. <laughs> Wait, we all are. We are all hungry, hungry shop girls. Nobody and understands. We're constantly cleaning our space. <laughs> As we sit in this big, big pile of mess Yeah. And you know where that started, Jay? He's not here to tell us about it. <laughs> Shout out to Ed. <laughs> oh God, that's stupid. But we are—we're so similar. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. That, so there we go. Top of the list every time. I have this. What are we ordering today? Yeah. <laughs> Good morning. What was like lunch? <laughs> I have this experience at work. Pretty much every day at this point, we have an iPad that gets used for a lot of different things, like music, taking payments. Um, voicemails pop up on it and it's always at the front desk because that's the hub I use it the most but every day it never fails I need it and it's nowhere on the desk and I have to go find it and no one knows where it is somebody picked it up to change the music and put it on like the the kitchen table in the back <laughs> that is another test of patience when things aren't where they're supposed to be <laughs> well okay so that brings us to some things to do here because you know 
and as, as, as listeners are listening to us, we're now what almost 10 months into doing, you know, doing business wonderful. It's so exciting, but doing it with a new execution mm -hmm. and how we use our space. And we still, after 10 months here, here's our new challenge that is we still, after 10 months, haven't really quite configured yeah. this yet. I mean, because it used to be that, you know, you would pay at the front desk. Well, now you pay from this desk or you pay. So it's, we have to figure that out. That's something that we've got to put together because yeah. it is, it's, I find that that's really disturbing when you don't have things. Yeah. Where they're supposed to be. Yeah. And it's not like cohesive. I'm in the like interior design layout mindset these days. So I think, I think we might be able to make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. I just said it flows. Like I just keep that every day. And I think it's just being together and working a little bit together to go. Yeah. Okay. How does that work? Like where we used to be busy, isn't busy at all anymore, but yet, yeah, everything has a different purpose. Yeah. We need we're like, so much more room in different spaces. We're like efficiency experts. Like that yes. whole thing of how do I do this efficiently? Just, you know, yeah. no waste of time. So, mm -hmm. okay, cool. Yeah. Well, there's our topics for today. So what's on your needles? What's your favorite class? And what is your ultimate test of patience? So anything else we should talk about right now? What's for lunch? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh but can we talk about what's for lunch on Saturday? <laughs> and what time can we have it? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I think I think I'm gonna get hangry because I haven't had dinner yet. But let's do it then. Let's call it a wrap for this week. And um, as always, um, we are so glad that you were with us. Um, if you liked our show today and you want to find out more about us, please check out finally the knitting corner on all of our social media, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, listen to our podcast leave us a review, tell us, tell the world you might like us. Um, and so with all that said, um, hopefully you did finish the drink that you had poured for yourself when we got started and it's time for us to bind off. Thank you for listening. <laughs>